Doubleheader on Thursday night football. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Atlanta Falcons and the Indianapolis Colts versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Who are the prospects to watch in these games and who is going to walk out as the winners? We'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I am the host of the Locked On Clemson Football Podcast. Guys, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day Monday through Friday. Thank you for being the family as well as our every dayers man but shout out to my guy mr lsu keith sanchez you can find and follow him on twitter at the talent code keep talk to him baby what up locked on family this is keith sanchez senior draft analyst with the draft network man in 2019 national champ with those lsu tigers man yes but you know why we're here right myself damian parsons we're here to bring you that championship level content surrounded the nfl draft 24 7 365 and today we have thursday night football on tap right we have a double header right we have back to back we have those pittsburgh steelers versus the atlanta falcons and we're covering the indianapolis Colts versus the philadelphia eagles right and in, in, in the Colts without jonathan taylor which I'm going to get into that again, right? But DP, we're going to kick this thing off, man. We're going to talk about the Steelers, right? We're going to talk about, you know, just that the team dynamic, what we like to do, right? And then what we're seeing, what we expect. We're going to talk about the Atlanta Falcons, right? They have young offensive combination with Desmond Ritter and B. John Robinson. What we like, what we expect out of that situation. But before we get this thing kicked off, DP, why don't you go ahead and hit them with our title sponsor? Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Keith Falcons versus Steelers, man, and they the seeing Bijan last week uh, in the game versus the Bengals. You know, we we know what he you know we knew what to expect from Bijan, man. He, he's just that good of a player, that good of a running back. But Desmond Ritter, man, I don't know if he's going to if we're going to see those two again, along with Drake, London and Kyle Pitts. But I just want to continue. I hope to see Desmond Ritter again. Right. Last week, um, I think he, he looked solid in, in, in the start and everything. He was like uh, seven of nine, uh, 80 yards. He had the interception uh, and everything. So you want to see him, you know, flip that from one pick to one touchdown and zero interceptions. But I just want to see this young man get more reps, more time with those starters and everything, get ready for week one. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, like no matter how good Bijan is, if Desmond Ritter does not play up to the level that they're going to need him to play at, this is not going to be a good season for the Falcons. And it's just not going to go the way that, that anyone would hope for. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hoping to see more of Desmond Ritter, uh, like I said, and, and those starters, man. Uh, but also, you know, uh, Mac Mac Hollins is a guy I want to see more of. He, mm-hmm. I saw the you know clips of him in uh, training camp. Looks like he's been uh, hitting the weights. He looks like a tight end, low key. <laughs> um, so you know, what I mean, this is a team that for me, just you got Kyle Pitts, you you have Drake London, you know, at the wide receiver position. But Keith is like, who else, right? And, yeah, and you're I, hoping I mean, for like well, Scotty Miller. Like to, to be wide receiver. You, you, three, would love, 
Yeah, you would have loved for Calvin Ridley to still be on his team in some capacity, right? But you or know, he's not Jason. there. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> Either you know, some somewhere around there. But I, I agree that the emergence of a Mac Hollins or you know, some of the nature that used to have Russell Gage on his team right now, he's with Tampa. And I think he just tore his ACL also. So um you, you do want to see more weapons, right? You want to see more weapons, and you have a feeling that that's what it's gonna have to be. For Desmond Ritter to have that type of success because I'm expecting, you know, from the Atlanta Falcons and hoping that they prove me wrong, but my expectations is a, a, a rather average offense, right? I I, I want to, I don't know if I'm going to see different things, but the expectation is not to see a lot of different things. I do think DP that I'm pretty sure they picked up um, tight end from the Titans, right? And then where was he? I, and maybe he's with the, uh, then he went to the Patriots. John Smith. Smith. Yeah. And so he's, you know, he's getting back with with um with Arthur from when it was in um um what you call it when it was in Tennessee together. So I, I'm with the Falcons. I'm which I want to see more Bijan because I just like you know watching Bijan tote the rock, you know, making people miss and things like that. But I do want to see this offense and just see more, you know, just kind of see them unveil a little bit more. And like I want to be able to buy into what they're doing offensively. DP, can we switch to the Pittsburgh Steelers? If I say the Pittsburgh Steelers and we're talking about this game, what what, what are you looking for? What are your expectations? Who are you trying to see? What, what are you looking for? I, I would say, Keith, I, it's low-key. Do we need to see more Kenny Pickett? Like, Kenny Pickett out there, like, you know, on his ball. He, he hit the Conor McGregor walk, you know, after he threw that touchdown this past weekend and everything. I'm like, do we need to see more Kenny Pickett? But if if, if so, if Mike Thomas is going to give us more Kenny Pickett, I'm perfectly fine with that. But I want to see Calvin Austin on the field with Kenny Pickett. I want to see him on the field with Deontay Johnson if he's healthy and right. I mean, if he's if he's playing and and, and George Pickens and Pat Fryermuth and those guys. I want to see if they go to eleven personnel. I want to see more of Calvin Calvin Austin with those boys because, like we talked about, he's that different element than those two. You got the route runner that's Deontay Johnson. You got Mr. Contested Catch, right? You got the the power four or center, whatever you want to call George Pickens. But who is your three-point shooter? Who's that that Steph Curry, that Damian Lillard? That could be Calvin Austin. And I think that I want to see more. I want to see him on the field with the starters just to get a good feel for that as well as, you know, my guy, I, I talked about him yesterday, man. But Nick Herbig, man, I want to see more of him as well. Uh, you know, off the edge, man. And I would, I would love to find see if they can find a way to get him on the field on third downs with T.J. Watt, with Alex Highsmith and Cam Hayward, and and and, that, and everything like that. But you know, of course, Joey Porter Jr., man, being the guy mm-hmm. that he is, um, and, and you know, coming off a game where he had the interception, playing well, you know, what I'm saying, and, you know, last week. So I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, J.P.J continues to ascend and take that step forward uh in, in this defense yeah so you took you took two of my three guys you took well two of my four guys so <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and, and finish off the other two man i want to continue to watch keanu Benton, right see what he does up front and, and you know we talked about the pittsburgh steelers yesterday with them you know kind of going back to the same well and while these guys they didn't go to the same school talking about keanu benton and cam haywood right they kind of cut from the same cloth right those tough physical um, you know, their, their pass rush is usually power, right? It's, it's bull rushing people. It's collapsing the pocket. So I want to see Keanu Benton just continue to take steps forward, man, because you're talking about those situations of handing the baton off, right? That's a hand of baton off situation, but that's also a, can we get both of those guys on the field? And then, like you said, you put both of those guys on the field, then now we can mix some things up with the combination of Alex Highsmith, 
uh, TJ Watt and Nick Herbert, right? And then now you may only have one stack back. And then now you have this complex, you know, front that could be, you know, just, just very dynamic in what they could do. And you know, Pittsburgh historically, right? All the way since the days of, you know, for Palomalo, they've always ran these kind of com complex odd fronts, you know, just different things. And so I, I want to see if they're able to do that. And I'm going to throw another big, big boy name up there. Um, not drafted this past draft, but draft before, and that's the Marvin Leal. Um, because he listen, we're talking about a six four, three hundred pound defensive tackle at Texas AM. This is a guy that I think he had was it eight and a half, maybe close to nine sacks. Um, the year you know that he decided to come out, and that was as an edge rusher, right? Like this guy, he he's three hundred pounds, but he played edge. I wanted to see him kick down with Pittsburgh, right, and being a more advantageous, athletically advantageous situation by pass rushing against guards. Now, last year, DP, what happened was T.J. Watt got hurt, and I think that was it a Melvin Ingram situation also? I can't remember exactly what that situation was also. I think they wound up letting Melvin Ingram go, I think. I can't remember 100%. I know that sure. Marvin – yeah, it was, it was something like that. I remember they were down a couple edge rushers, and so DeMarvin Leal – he had to play a lot more of the, the outside linebacker standing up, rushing off the edge. I don't want to see him there. I want to see if he can kind of kick down, play against the run, and like I said, put him in an athletically advantageous situation um, to give them an interior pass rush presence, right? And that's another name that you would throw into that bucket. And, and I'm, the reason you bring it up, DP, is because people are talking about after that one performance with Kenny Pickett last week with preseason, it's like, oh, or the Steelers, the sleeper people, you know, the, the sleeper pick in the AFC now, because if Kenny Pickett can play well, this defense can get things going. But I think we've listed off five different young guys that I believe they're going to have to step up in order for this defense to live up to the hype. No, 100%, Keith. I want to finish off on the defensive side of the ball for the Atlanta Falcons, man. Arnold Epichetti, D'Angelo Malone, two, two young uh, edge rushers, along with Zach Harrison, you know, they drafted him, you know, Zach Harrison this year. I felt like it was a reach. I didn't feel like it was a good, you know, pick to help your edge edge presence. Um, I feel like he, with his tools and his build, he might be better off kind of rushing as a three-tech. You know what I mean? Hand in the dirt, uh, ahead of guards and stuff like that. But I'm looking out for those three, uh, those three edge guys, those three pass rushers. But, you know, coverage-wise, DeMarco Hellams, man. A guy, you know, uh, I think he had two interceptions last week in the game, man, showcasing his ability to play that kind of strong safety, play on top of the box, work downhill, things like that, the instincts, the the ball skills. He's just always been kind of an instinctive, heady player, a, a steady, heady, even keel type of guy. And I think with this, you could potentially see some, uh, some three safety sets. If he continues to play at the level that he's played at with Jesse Bates, him, and Richie Grant, you could see some three, uh, some three, uh, big, some, maybe some big nickel, big dime sets for the Atlanta Falcons in the regular season, especially with Jeff Okuda trying to work back from an injury. Yeah, I, I like that, DP. I like those names. I like those guys listed. Also, hey, both of those guys, both of those teams have young players, you know, that we said that's the reason you tap in because you want to see those young guys emerge, you know, they're playing for something. They're, they're still approaching the preseason to play for their respect, right? Like they're trying to show that they belong in the NFL in the preseason. So that's why we we, we cover the young guys throughout this, you know, this process and leading up into the regular season. Gans, DP, let's go ahead and move on. We're going to go to the, the Indianapolis Colts versus the Philadelphia Eagles while the Philadelphia Eagles are trying to, you know, repeat as NFC champions, right? And the Indianapolis Colts, they're trying to transition into the Anthony Richardson era. But we know that it's going to be guys, it's going to be young players, that for both teams that are going to have to show up for both teams to make progress into the right directions, into the directions that they're trying to head into. 
Guys, one of the most annoying and frustrating experiences I had was when LeBron James and company came to Charlotte and I was trying to get last-minute tickets. It was so hard to find the best price as well as competing with other buyers for this popular event. But I'm going to help you out. Game time is the best way to find late tickets uh, and buy those tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. It's fast and easy. Right now, if you are a Detroit Lions fans that live that live in uh, Charlotte, or you're just a Charlotte, uh, uh, you're a Charlotte native, and you love your Panthers, you can go see the last preseason game at Bank of America Stadium this Friday for four bucks right now on the Game Time app. I love their flash deals and the last minute tickets that they have, and how easy it is to view the images of the seats that they have available. So, Game Time is the best place. For last-minute ticket deals, forget planning months in advance and all that. Game time has the deals for the tickets that you need. So snag your tickets with this without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. The Indianapolis Colts versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, there's a lot of young talent in this game, and of course, I got to start with my guy Anthony Richardson. It, you know, he didn't play in week two no. of the preseason because of the joint practices uh, with the Chicago Bears. And if this is the week, you know, you want it because you don't want him to go through just one preseason game before regular season. So I expect him to play, and I just want to see him just continue to make strides, man. You know, like it, it, with his running ability, he may force defenses to play more zone, Keith. And if that's so, the case, I have a question. Do you? Yeah, go ahead. My, I'm, and not to cut you off, do you want to see him run the ball at all, or you don't care to see it at all in preseason? No, not really. Okay. I'm, I'm good. You know, I mean, if if I don't, I don't care to see any design stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's if he what drops I'm back, about, like, yeah. If, if if he if he wants to scramble, if it's available, go right ahead. You know what I mean? Like he had to had what almost a 20 yard run. You know, versus the Bills that was called back for a hold. It was like a 15 20 yard run that almost got them down to the one, right? Uh, but that was a design run. That was a zone read play. I don't really need to see it. Um, if you you know if you if you run it cool, but it's not necessary necessary for me. But if the heat drops back and you're playing man to man and the receivers are blanketed and you lose contained. Hey, Rich, go do your thing, big dog. You know what I mean? I ain't even going to hate on you. If you run 50 yards and get out of bounds, go do that, right? I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him doing too much of the Cam Newton stuff, running through guys, trying to stiff arm everybody, show how physical you are. No, preserve your body. Get out of bounds. If you're going to lower the shoulder, it better be for a first down or at the goal line for a touchdown. I don't really care about none of the you know, other stuff, but I just want to see him compound what he showed me on tape, the ability to diagnose, to, to read and react, uh, you know, dissect and find, you know, quick options in the passing game, right? Getting the ball to Josh Downs and Isaiah McKenzie in the slot, read the the, uh, the option routes and everything and attacking zone. Because, again, like I said, if you're going to – if you play man-to-man with him, you have to be contained on the defensive line or he's going to hurt you with his legs. So he may see more zone coverages, Keith. And if that's the case, show defenses that I'm going a, I'm to a slice and dice your zone coverage, right? So I wanna, I'm looking forward to that. I want to see Josh Downs – on the field with him, Keith. Uh, they, they see that chemistry. Her great things out of camp for, you know, with those two being on the field. Uh, I saw on tape how well he was able to get the ball to Isaiah McKenzie. I want to see that that type of connection with Josh Downs. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I want to see, and it's not so much player, it's offense, right? Because the the, the, the the big news, the breaking news this past week, what is that? What The Colts have given Jonathan Taylor the opportunity to seek a trade, right? And so if Jonathan Taylor is not going to be there, there's going to be some disruption if he's not going to, you know, who knows? He may 
take that back and then just hold out, right? You have no idea what's going to happen. But without Jonathan Taylor, because we knew like, uh, this was my expectation, DP, that year one, Anthony Richardson was going to be able to depend on Jonathan Taylor, hand the football off. They was going to be able to at least move forward, right? Then you mentioned Cam Newton, right? They was able to want to mix in some of those things with quarterback power, quarterback counter, things like that, read option. And because it's Jonathan Taylor, he's going to garner a lot more attention. So my question is this, right? When you move on from Jonathan Taylor, are you moving on? What are you moving on from? Is that is that just the salary? Is that a philosophy, right? As far as is, is, is what you're thinking, or you are you transitioning into, hey, now we're about to get to the point that we're just gonna ask Anthony Richardson to throw the ball 40 times a game. And then if that's the case, then the wide receivers, right? And then the offensive line has to be solid. So I, I really I'm I'm gonna watch this game, DP, to see, and I'm it's preseason, right? But I, I still feel like when you watch it with the the proper perspective. There are things you can pull from it. And I'm, I'm going to watch this game to be able to see just what, like, any telltales of what this offense could be. Or, like, what it, you know, what is the identity of this offense going to be? No, I'm, I'm with you, Keith. On the defense side of the ball, real quick for the Colts, man. Uh, Nick Cross, the safety out of Maryland they drafted back in 2022. I want to see how, how, how far he's come as a player. He's played well. Uh, he started both preseason games, and he's looked good out there. You know what I mean? In terms of tackling, um, not missing any tackles, but also in coverage, playing. You know, he's he's been kind of versatile in terms of his uh, his alignment and everything. So you know, playing in the playing in the box, playing some equal snaps at free safety, but then also walking down a little bit into the nickel as well at six. Six foot two, uh, two twelve, two fifteen. I believe he was a good athlete coming out of Maryland as well. I just want to see how they continue to use him defensively, uh, you know, and, and just see his growth overall. But of course, Keith, for the Philadelphia Eagles, man, is Jalen Hurts playing? Because if so, I would like to see it. I don't want to see no more of Marcus Mariota. I am done. Okay, I don't. Yeah. The, the, the the QB one series is over. He's not on camera for them no more. We don't need to see him anymore. I'm just going to keep it a buck. I'm tired, Keith. The, the inaccuracy, the bad ball placement. Let's go ahead and end this nightmare where it's at. All right? Tanner McKee has looked better. Let's go ahead and put I, I was just, so I was going to say that. Jalen Hurts get his reps. You, you, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. And, and man, I, I, I just finished up Jalen Hurts because I'm, you know, putting everything together for my Patreon account. So y'all make sure that y'all look out for that, man. And I just watched five, six games. And, yeah, I, Jalen Hurts the real deal. Like, any question yeah. about it. Like, that, like and, and so I, I want to see him a little bit. But the guy that I really want to see is Tanner McKee. Like, to be honest, I want to see Tanner McKee because you mentioned it last week. I think it was might have been the Thursday show last week, right? It was like, hey, preview to Tanner McKee. And then he went out there and he played fairly well I watched the game and I'm like okay this this dude looks like he could potentially be an NFL guy right and so I want to see if he's able to follow up that performance and and, and do you know I, I guess you would say the, the the same thing right just go out there have a repeat performance because we talked about how schematically he may not necessarily fit in this but man you talk about those other teams that may need a quarterback or trying to move on a transition like we say he could be debuting for a job and then if you flip the coin DP and you go to you know, I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball because there was something else from the Philadelphia Eagles that was, I don't want to say concerning, but mm -hmm. I'm sitting there like, I don't know. And that was that third wide receiver. And we talked about it. And then well, I watched the game and it was some wide receivers. Just it, it was drops. I'm watching drops. I think it was a wide receiver from Clemson. I can't remember exactly who it was on their roster. Right. But they, they, he had he had a couple of drops. Um, uh, you could uh, tell. Joseph like, Nata. Yes. Jo Joseph Nada. 
Um, and, and you know, it's, you could just tell timing was off. So that wide receiver three position is going to be very important for the Philadelphia Eagles. We mentioned it last week, and I don't think I got any closer to having any type of answers. Um, so I'm going to be watching again to try to figure that thing out. No, kid, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm, you know, matter of fact, I said the wrong name. I think it was Deion Kane. From, That's from exactly Clemson, who it was. That's who, exactly had, who had the drop. Um, if, if the if the starting teams out there, you know, of course, Jalen Carter, um, Jordan Davis, you know, just just the the, the the normal names, right? Nolan Smith and everything. But Keith, like Marlon Tui Pelotu, I think that's a brother of Tuli Tui Pelotu. Huh. Like, listen, I, I don't know what they're – I don't know how deep this defensive line room is going to be for the Philadelphia Eagles on the 53-man roster. But for if for, ever, for any reason that Marlon is dropped and he's cut because, you know, you can't – you know, he didn't make the, the – the, he, he's not hiding from the depth chart. Teams should be lining up for him, man, because he is disruptive. He's powerful, strong-handed. Can you know the the, the little uh, what's it called? The hump move that they that they made back in the day. With my guy, you know, um, you know, just just man, this jumpy got jumpy gathers uh, when he played in the league. They're so. I, I'm just. I remember watching. I think it was the Browns, and I wasn't even looking for Marlon. He just kept popping on tape, and I'm like, listen, man, I don't know what's gonna happen here. But this dude can ball, man. Him, I'm watching out for him. But also your boy out of Bama, Tyler Steen. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's playing. He's playing some guard. He's playing tackle. It's mixed results. Um, you know when he's at guard, I didn't like specifically what I saw with him at guard. But he looked solid at tackle. I do think that up top, I think uh, his functional strength uh, from the waist up has to get a little bit better. I just saw him kind of get driven back. You know what I mean? You know on a couple reps. But other than that, I think he he absolutely looks more natural at tackle rather than he does at guard so I'm keeping my eyes on him of course uh you know what I mean just to see how he continues to make strides but a guy that I don't know if he's gonna make the team or not Keith but one of my guys from from CCU Teron Jackson man um you know getting pressure getting in the backfield this is another guy that you know they have such a deep pass rush and defensive line group if he doesn't make the team somebody's gonna call come calling for this young man's services because mm-hmm. he can get after it Yep, no, I agree. I agree. And I like that, DP. And, and so, man, with the coach, like I said, I, I think my eyes are probably going to be a little bit more on the coach versus the Eagles just because of the coach situation and the dynamic part of the Eagles, right, with so many young guys. And then we didn't even talk about the cornerback room like we talked about last week, which trying to see who's going to make these 53-man rosters, man, because it's about to be Sydney cuts, Brown right? Gonna make it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> he will be there, man. He will be there. Um, I'm, I'm almost to the point where give him a certified stamp, a certified baller, right? Like, cause right. I think just start him. Flat out. Like, just go ahead and play him. Even if he messes up, just keep him on the field, man. But DP, we're gonna keep this thing going, man. We talked about the players. We talked about you know the perspectives. We talked about the you know the details of the rosters. Now we gotta pick them, right? Who, who who's gonna win the game? See if me and DP see if we agree or disagree on who we think is going to win these, uh, you know, these preseason games coming up next. It's time to pick these games, pick them winning predictions. And, guys, you know, it's, it's preseason, so, you know, I will check the 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 the, the tallies and the scores, and, you know, I'll, I'll probably tweet it out who's been who's in the lead right now after I go back and I'm check out. I'm pretty sure I'm in the lead. Yeah, I, I, we'll I see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But for these two games, man, you know, starting with the Falcons, um, Falcons, Pittsburgh Steelers, this this was um this, Falcons are at home. Ooh, tough. I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Dirty Birds. I'm gonna go with the Dirty Birds. I think they're gonna protect home home field. I think they're gonna protect home field. Desmond Ritter comes out, gives them a good 
uh, you know, good couple drives early on, get on the board with the starting offense. Uh, if they do play, I think if they give him his 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 two, three series, they get, you know, 10 points out of that. Go ahead and get the ball rolling for the backups to come in. And, and, and you know, Taylor Heineke is a capable backup. You know what I mean? He started in this league. I think he's going to be able to do his thing. Uh, you know, I think the Steelers have what, like Mitchell Trubisky and uh, Mason Rudolph. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Taylor Heineke and the backups to, to pull out the dub. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I think this is going to be actually going to be a good backup quarterback situation with, you know, Mitchell Trubisky going against Taylor Heineke. That seems like a, a, a fairly average, you know, like it's 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 a balanced matchup. Um, yeah. Shoot. That's tough. Um Man, because I, I'm gonna be honest, right? When you're talking about elite level teams, I'm not in love with the Falcons' depth. I think even their their not even their their second string, their first string still has a lot of questions. Oh, uh, right. so I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, because we talked about guys like Nick Herbert, the Marvin Leal, um, Keanu Benton. I think all of those guys are gonna play. Cam Herbert is not gonna play that much. Keanu Benton is gonna play. Like I said, the Marvin Leal, you're gonna want to figure that out. Um, I can see Joey Porter Jr. getting a, a significant amount of snaps. So um, Calvin Austin, right? He's gonna he's probably gonna play. Um, so I think that the Steelers just have a little bit of deeper roster to where more talent is gonna be on the field for them. I got you. I got you. And in the last game, we have the Indianapolis Colts going into Philly to play those uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Man, Keith, who are you picking in this one? Oh, this is the Eagles. Fly with this. They say fly, Eagles fly. I'm picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles. I'm picking the Eagles. They're not too many teams I wouldn't pick the Eagles for. It's just too much. Like, their depth, man. I, like you said, Nolan Smith is not a starter, but he's probably going to play. Like, and so he, he's going to be there until the third quarter. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. like, you even like the quarterback situation. Like you said, Marcus Mariota, let him snap it a couple times, then move on to Tanner McKee, right? And Tanner McKee looks good. He, he looks like he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, The wide receiver situation. I definitely have concerns about uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles, but with with going against the Colts, um, the Colts they I don't I don't believe they had an offensive line depth. Um, you know, we're still trying to figure out their running back situation. Uh, I, and I, I just I'm, I'm not fully confident. So I think the Eagles win this one because of their their, their depth is better than the, the, the Indianapolis Colts depth. No, I agree with you. You know, on that as well, Keith. I think the the the, the Eagles is. The talent level is just inc- incredible, man. And, and shout out to one of my guys who I believe is going to be uh, a prominent member in that secondary. That's Josh Joe by the Alabama. Uh, a young mm-hmm. I don't know why he fell in the draft, um, you know, and everything like that. He was he was talented, physical, press man guy, had good athleticism and everything. And he's he's looked good in the two preseason games as one of the starters out there, man. So I think when you look at just the the, the like you said, the depth of this team, defensive line, linebackers, corners, safeties. That's just defense like that's just on the defensive side of the ball, man. So I think they mm-hmm. had I think their second string offensive line. They got good talent the there Tyler and depth Steen. there. Yeah. Tyler Steen and those guys. And of course, you know, Tanner McKee playing quarterback and you know if the receivers that is a question mark. But I think they can they'll be able to run the ball and, and Tanner McKee be able to get the, the ball down the field and uh and, and keep the ball in keep keep the ball in the end zone. But you got Gardner Minshew and then Sam Ellinger I think you know that's solid, you know, but you know, yeah, you know, what I'm saying I just <laughs> the depth man. Just looking at this Eagles roster, I'm just like I don't see it. I I don't no, see it, no. dog. So I'm going Philly, Philly, man. Fly Eagles, fly. 
<laughs> don't speak to you, man. They don't speak to you. But speaking of that, right, man, y'all make sure y'all speak to us, man. That wraps up today's show, but make sure y'all speak to us. Y'all tap in. If y'all agree with our pickups, if y'all disagree, matter of fact, let us know who y'all think are going to win these games, right? This is a family affair over here, man. Y'all tap in. Y'all jump in with us, man. Respond to us because we respond back. We definitely appreciate y'all. Like always, man, shout out to our everydayers for tapping with us with your boys, Keith Sanchez, Damian Parsons on a Locked On NFL Draft show. Yes, sir. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it's available on YouTube. Uh, go ahead, subscribe, like, comment, but also hit the bell notification so you're notified every time we drop content on this channel. Guys, we got college football this week. It is week zero. Me and Keith will be talking on tomorrow's show on Happy Friday. We're going to preview week zero, the prospects that you need to know. That you know, We're going to pick some of the games, all that good stuff. It's time for some football, ladies and gentlemen, for the next couple months. So enjoy yourself. Strap in. Get locked in because we're about to really turn this thing up on this podcast. But as always, in terms of Twitter, you can find and follow me, uh, Damian Parson, DP underscore in NFL, Keith Sanchez at the talent code. Talk to us because we do talk back. 